Yo, people, it's your boy Sam Simcoe. Yo, yo, Charles. Yes, 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 your boy Sam Jonas. Yo, this is Capo. Capo. Now I looked in. I looked in. Don't change your podcast. It's mad how certain things just like certain tests you kind of go through, and I think it has to be a major test for you to understand that this was actually a problem that maybe you, you just never really actually knew or you never really actually addressed. Like, mm. I think, I was reading, um, this morning I was reading um, Joyce Mayer's Battlefield of the Mind, innit? And it was talking about, like, judgment, I believe. And it was like how she was, um, Joyce Mayer was about to have her third, third child. But in her first two pregnancies, she had so much energy, she was fine. But in this third one, she was like, why am I so tired? Like, mm. she couldn't do um, her Bible study or she wasn't opening up to her friends. Like, she was just bare gouged, innit? And then um, she, she was praying. She was praying to God. She's like, God, why is this happening? My yeah. first two, they were fine. Yeah. Um, and then God was like, <clears throat> um, God revealed to her two years ago, um, there was like a, a, a Bible study and a woman was there who used to come regularly. But when she was pregnant, she then began to stop coming because she just didn't have the energy to do so, innit? Yeah. So she was very judgmental towards a person, like, mm. oh, so now that like, you don't have time for God, etc., yeah. etc. Okay. So then God kind of used that same situation to kind of show, like, bro, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be judging people, yeah, bro. Yeah. And even in that, even in that whole like chapter, it was kind of talking about how, like, with judgment, it's actually a thing of you kind of have to kind of cut it out of your mind that. Because we're not supposed to judge anyone at mm. all, innit? Yeah. So it was a thing of now, like, oh, okay, cool. Um, Yeah. When you see something, you literally just say, bro, that's none of my business. Like, in terms of, you mm. don't try and... You just give grace, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think the only the only thing I say with that judgment thing is is that, okay, cool. I feel like when it comes to judging and, and looking at certain situations, looking at individuals, it's key, obviously, um, to assess the situation. Obviously... I think you shouldn't condemn like it's like let's say if I see you doing something that is clearly wrong and you know it am I judging you telling you that it's wrong and and trying to correct you there's definitely a thin line between judgment and, and correct yes yeah for sure like, 100% yeah, nothing should be I didn't read the scripture the other day about it actually I was talking about how like if you think someone I'm paraphrasing by the way but if you think like someone has done something that has wronged you you should tell them, and if they don't believe you, you should then bring two people. Two witnesses. And then if not, yeah, then yeah. the church, and then if not, then you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's, there's a clear stage in terms of, okay, cool, the Bible's not saying that, uh, you know, like, love all and just kind of let things slide. No, no, like, um, where things need to be spoken about or whatnot, they should be, but at the same time, um, it shouldn't be, even in like, um, correcting someone or saying something in love or holding someone accountable, it, yeah. shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a situation where you're saying that in a judgmental way, 100%. you get what I'm saying? Because... Still but okay, when it comes to this judgmental yeah. thing, um, do you mean judgmental? How? Okay, cool. I'm gonna do semantics because I think judge judgment is, is, um, innate to who we are. Like it's innate to human beings. We judge yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah. Should I do this or that? I'm judging. I'm weighing things up. Yeah. I'm talking about judging isn't necessarily bad. I think hypocrit- hypocritical judgment and con- condemning judgment is bad. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So I think judgment in terms of, okay, cool. Um, I'm seeing that by me saying what you're doing is wrong is judgment of its own. I'm weighing up. But then now me applying it. grace and love and saying, okay, like, let me help you correct this. Oh, okay. I think that's that's correct okay, that's judgment. Fair, fair. But there is a way of doing that in a very wrong way, which yeah. is like condemning. Yeah. And then, yeah. That's but, yeah, sorry. Charles, go. Oh, what I was going to say is... Um, this judgment like to what extent is it 
dependent on how the person delivers what they're trying to say because um, really and truly if someone wants to, if someone believes strongly enough like it's a thing where a lot of people um, could be embarrassed by what they did or they could know it's wrong within themselves so no matter how you come across it anyone trying to call mm. them out on it their initial response might be a prideful insult they just go to judgment because they don't want to be called out so they'll be like why are you being judgmental yeah. so it's like I feel like with this judgmental thing it's there's only so much you can do of course you have to approach with love and care but it's like a thing where um, you need to understand that look for the signs that someone is just reverting to calling you judgmental when in fact they just don't like being called out because mm. we see that all the time uh-huh. like, even on the TL like anytime um, okay let me give an example what happened that day was it on Clubhouse or the TL something happened and somehow Christian Twitter was involved or something maybe it might have been to do with judge stories I don't know but Christian Twitter was just started talking and saying nah this is just purely wrong yeah. or for example on Clubhouse when they were talking about going on holiday with your um, yeah, with your girl yeah, or your, your so man in it and Christian's on Twitter was saying nah it's something we can't do then first thing like people always go back to is that scripture thou shalt not judge like yeah. they always like to go yeah, back to yeah. that because in a lot of people's way they're just saying that as long as you're calling me out even though to you it might be your conviction mm. as long as you're calling me out that's judgment yeah like you have to be quiet not gonna lie so just be wary of that that don't be too conscious of um am i being judgmental did what i say you should actually approach as long as you're approaching with love and care there can't really be and wisdom as well. and wisdom thank you yeah. wisdom is important but 100%. like it's a thing where a lot of people are gonna look for they're gonna they're gonna just automatically respond your judgment you're being mm. judgmental just for the purely the fact they don't like being called out mm. yeah. yeah i agree that's that's good. Good. um, um what were we talking about um things what you're just talking about um before we got to this whole judgment thing and what I was talking about, we were talking about how um, God gives us certain tests and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. I forgot, I forgot even, I even forgot where, where we were going from, but... Oh, <coughs> yeah, I don't remember. Uh, trials and... <coughs> On the breakup thing there, uh... What breakup thing? Um, the cheating thing, so the cheating thing that you were speaking about earlier, yeah, obviously... I don't know if you might have seen the news of um, Saweetie and uh, what's it called? Quavo, yeah. And I was just thinking, I was thinking, you know, somebody, fam. Like, what is that not her name? Is it it's just Sweetie? Um, what did you yeah. say? It's a Saweetie. Yeah. Is it Saweetie? Sweet. Yeah, I thought it was that. No, nah, I said Saweetie. Oh, no, Sweetie, like. Man says Saweetie. I don't think, I don't think I, I'm not saying the A that piece, but anyway. Yeah, it sounded like you said Sweetie to me. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, like, obviously, apparently, man took, man took back his. That was cap. That was cap. Still. Oh swear. Yeah, it was me. So I made it up. But regardless, oh. is that wrong? That's yeah. what I was thinking. Because <laughs> no, like, actually, no, thing, no, no, it's wrong. It's wrong. Because my is it, bro? As long as you give me, yeah. I'm not I was raised like, bro. Let me not even say how I was raised because it sounds like I'm being um, condemning. Like if you don't do this, you're raised wrong. But my point was, <laughs> subtract <laughs> everything. Get I just my said. level. <laughs> now, I just my mindset is that okay, cool. If you give someone something, you look back. So you never look back. Do you get yeah. what I mean? That thing is no longer yours. Mm. You can't reclaim ownership of something. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Because it, it, it seems gift, like it was a conditional 
yeah, um, it now becomes gestures yes, that I've given yes. you. And I'm not sure the definition of a gift, but okay, let me search that out first. Okay, because I'm just trying to think, like, it shouldn't come with conditions. No, yeah, it's not. It like, stops being a gift, though, like, like. That means, that means... I'm giving this to you because I believe... With. Yeah, that means, like, the love... It's, it's an arrangement if it's not... Yeah. If it comes with conditions, it's a contract, <laughs> man. Yeah, do you get it? A contract. That, that's actually the correct way to say that. A thing given willingly to someone yeah, without paying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is a Bentley, bro. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. This is Wait, a Bentley. I don't think, I don't think you're understanding. It doesn't matter. I'm not. Like, I'm not picking sides. I'm. I'm. I'm just saying it's just yeah, generally like, like, because this is. This is not just like oh, like you know. Let me get. Let me get my chapstar hoodie back. Like this isn't. You know what I'm saying? Their like, Bentley is like some of our air forces, bro. It, it, let, I mean? let it be, but still, that's, this is still exactly something. What I'm trying this is still something like, that's paid. Do you get it? Like, yeah, and, exactly. and from what it was, even me, that was even like at times. I feel like certain man pays stuff. Um, certain rappers or rich people pay stuff on credit. I'm pretty sure that thing was was paid out right. So. Mm. That's we'll never know in it, but bad. whether it's paid out right, or whether there's um, hundred and ten months car payments, bro, like you don't, you don't, you don't repo it. Like a gift, how can you give someone something and then say, okay, now we're not friends anymore. Let me get it back. Like, but, I, but if someone done you dirty, then I can start to understand where you're coming. Like if someone done you dirty, I, at the end of the day, I still think you shouldn't take it back. But that makes mm. a bit more sense. But if it's just out of spite, you might not left on good terms. Like, you're just sitting at home one day. Like, Give me back! Give me, <laughs> give me that back, like. And the thing is that the thing is, I get kind of like imagine. I think it's if it's something that you cannot use here personally. I don't think you should. That's also another okay, thing yeah, that's, taking it back. That like, is very bro. If it's a like, let's say it's a worrying. bag or a Hermes bag or something. Why are you <laughs> taking that back? No, 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 no. Use something else. That's that. That's an investment. <laughs> that's no, an investment. But like, bro, even or something like a jacket. That yeah, something, yeah, something yeah. very. That's that's pity and spite, bro. That's the only two yeah, reasons man. you can ever pity? want. Do you mean pity? No, no, pity is different. No, no, it's petty. Yeah, I it's... mean pity. Oh, still oh. Has, that's pettiness, and you're doing it out of spite. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. no, nah. sure. some man, some are petty like that. Bentley, though, not I'm not gonna lie. Nah, that's to me. Yeah, there's pettiness and there's lowering my pride for just to be petty. Like that's such a drag, like because. It's now like you look like a like you look like a waste man. Like why are you why are you saying, Oh, give me that back? Like, do you get what I mean? Oh. Don't, don't you have pride, like don't you have shame, like <laughs> give, give me this back, like you gave I, it to me. Yeah, I think for me it was the fact that I did that out of love anyway, so I'm not gonna take it back out of anger because of the situation. Regardless, even if you done me mad dirty, like I'll actually be like, Yeah, you know, like I'll I'll see it as an L in it. Because mm. that's basically investing into someone else. Do you get? That's or, the charge I wanted to give. Yeah, bro. Straight. <laughs> straight. That's. I, I think people are even laughing because it's like they just dropped a banger as well, and the people are like, "Cool, culture." Like, man, should I get that money back, like, man? No cap, but man, that's mad. That's bro. mad. But so funny seeing how invested people are. All my days, like I saw some guy make a TikTok. Is like. <laughs> It was like your parents have been going strong for twenty years, but it's sweet and quaver. <laughs> oh, that's your inspiration. Yeah, that's your inspiration. I'm like, bro, we this culture loves celebrities. All oh, my days, like, it's like some sort of we want to live through them type thing yeah, to an extent. Yeah. Not but that's everybody. What, that's what socials is though, especially it Instagram. Is, is. Look, that's what I was talking about last week in terms of this whole stories thing because that you Instagram is such a my lifestyle app that it's like fam you're, people are looking yeah, at these man yeah I'm like just thinking yeah I want to go I want to go there too that oh yeah I want to mm. that's why all this goals thing and, 
I feel like especially even this whole purchasing culture. Like remember, I think one time we were talking about um, the things around Valentine's. No, no, we're talking about um, what you buy for a significant other in the sense that it doesn't actually matter how much you spend on them as long as it's not for the sake of it. Do you know what I'm saying? Not just for like, that you compose and be like, oh yeah, like, I'm good, that's so good. Yeah. But if you if you really wanted to spend that, it's not really a thing that you have to match anything, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But I feel like generally that whole, uh, like, um, that whole hotel snap with all the presents of the Bentley kind of thing really stems from that whole Instagram culture of like, oh, you know, mm. like celebrities and uh, this whole, even this whole Bentley thing and, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that kind of stems from there, fam, bro. Bro, like, it's, rid- it's ridiculous. It's like, you just, you spend, spend so much time getting caught up more than you realise getting caught up in people's lives and it's like you just start to like feel try to feel what they feel it's like bro it's like you, you're on like let me give an example you're on Jada Wader's page so much you're looking at her post her story so much that when little baby cheats on her you're posting in anger like you're tweeting <laughs> how could you do like you're, like, you're finding yourself I can't believe <laughs> That's one thing. If I ever find myself doing it, bro, anyone around me should check. Like, if I find myself getting annoyed over someone's situation who doesn't know me, like, a situation that's so insignificant in the grand yeah. scheme of life. I'm talking about, if it's something serious, like a murder or death, like, I could get annoyed over someone else's situation. Yeah. But I point mm. is something that's so insignificant, like, someone I have no idea cheated on, someone I have no idea, yeah. and who don't even know me either, it's like, how can I find myself getting annoyed about it? But it's crazy. But I heard in terms of all this whole, even that whole um, Derek Jackson situation. Obviously, I'm not on Twitter because of um, thingy and that. Um, that's why I gave up a lot. But um, I think it was Charles. Was it Charles? I was no. I think that it was thinking that was telling me that um, them these women on Twitter were going mad, like bro, like men are useless da, 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 yeah, da, da. Yeah, yeah. like and it was even a thing of like uh, um, apparently I think something was said like men like most um, how did they say it how did she phrase it to me it was like men don't cheat no some men don't cheat but a majority of men um, do it in their mind or like they think about it but just a small a small amount of them actually go and willingly do it do you hear Okay. So what they what was their point? Where were they going? Where were they going with that? I'm just curious. I don't know, like men like say one more time. So (laughs) what what they were saying apparently was like cool. Um most men, if not all, have thoughts at least thoughts about cheating or something like that. But um um uh, I don't know if it's a significant majority or minority actually willingly go out and do so. Do you get? Mm. But yeah, I'm. I'm just considering where she was going because where she was going with that depends on like it puts everything in context. Yeah, she was saying, okay. Cool. I wish I, I wish I saw the tweet myself so I could have actually. Yeah, I could have sent it to you. Because if she was saying, okay, cool. What do you say? Most or nearly all men think about it, but only some do. So maybe she was trying to say. Therefore, consequently, all men are useless, or consequently, not all men are cheap. Do you get? I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, curious to see what you're going. Really. The whole thing is really starting to. I don't but know, what is? What do we mean by? Che- okay, thought about cheating. How is thinking about cheating cheating? 
thinking about cheating. He's thinking about cheating, cheating. I think that's that's the same thing you're talking about is um thinking about having sexual thoughts of sin. It's like lust, basically. Do you get it? Like if you desire another girl, it's just cheating. Cheating. Yeah. yeah. I was just curious. I wanted to see now, nah, you guys aren't yeah. on the same page. That's my point. Like let's think let's talk about If you lustfully look at any other girl that's not your wife, you've committed adultery in your heart. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are yeah. correct. I'm talking about when I was saying it, yeah, okay, I think I'm my thinking is, is different on the not on the cheating thing, but on the thought. Because I think it's I think we spoke about Bible study one time as well, men's that it's like the thought <laughs> the thought itself is not a sin because at the end of the day we are all men or women sexual beings at the end of the day like do you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. like, this is sex drive is what God has given to us but it's then where you take that thought if you latch onto it oh, that's, now, that's, that's what now you're going somewhere that's where that that, that is what lust that's, that's what lust the fact he said lust I'm clarifying the the miscommunication yeah okay cool that's what I'm saying because I feel like at any time for you to for someone to say that oh like you cannot find someone else attractive ah do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's then, where does that thing take you that? Like, then you, know I mean? you basically mm-hmm. um, cheated in your yeah, heart, as you yeah. say. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. That's what I, I think I even heard, like, uh, I forgot what video it was, what I was listening to, but some, I think like, it might have been a mind social or something. But I think it was talking about how, like, even when you look at, like, even pornography and that kind of thing, like, that's why that thing is even so destructive because if you really deep it, people that are in relationships, people that aren't in relationships, but let's even look at relationships now or marriages or whatnot, that whole engagement with that um, uh, media source or whatever it is, like yeah. they are committing adultery in their heart mm. by just lusting, lusting over these women. Yeah, yeah. Actually, man, it's even another thing. Crazy, man. People up. It's crazy. Mm, so I don't know. Okay, as like if we come from the perspective of non-Christian. You know the argument we just made is so invalid. Yeah. No, no non-Christian is hearing cheating is just a thought. Yeah, like. What do you mean? Like no, no non-Christian because our reasoning is through the word, as per se, in terms of anything you do in the heart. Yeah. It's the mm-hmm. same because as yeah, God yeah, only yeah, judges yeah, our yeah, heart, yeah, yeah. so anything we do in our heart is the same as doing it. But no non-Christian is hearing, thinking about cheating or even whether lust. Even if you use the word lust for them, lusting after another woman, no one's hearing that as cheating. Yeah, it's just a different in perspectives. I think it depends. Some like certain. That's what you just kind of need to just kind of get your word off because like you know there's certain people that have a understanding of the word that even on a on a logic basis they'll be able to sort of interpret the word to a sense that even someone that's not a believer can kind of say oh that kind of makes sense because mm. like, even when it talks about like how you know out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It kind of makes sense that cool. If I'm really harboring something, um, a thought, or not a thought, but just a feeling, um, ultimately it's gonna come out in my actions. It's gonna come out in what I say and how I speak. Yeah, so mm. you can kind yeah. of see the the correlation between having a desire and it, ultimately that's where it will stem from. If someone was going to cheat, because yeah. they would have a feeling anyway yeah, exactly. that uh, I, whether it's uneasy about the relationship or just you know generally that are oh, you know I'm still desiring other things or whatnot then you now act on that thing, you now speak about that thing, so you're not going to go speak to the girl or the guy and say, oh, whatever, entertain something, and then now end up in the cheese you get. So that there is, a lot of the times I feel like, when you really look at the Bible, not just from, um, uh, I don't want to say Christian perspective, but if when you when you look at the Bible to try and find um, how to practically live it out, you yeah. then really start to see how this thing makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. Do you get it? Like, not just that, oh, that this is just a, a sacred text, but this thing yeah. really like a... Very practical. Yeah, bro, because even in any, yeah. like, personal growth books you read or any, like, just general type um, principles of life type books, a lot of the principles they talk about are biblical. It's like, bro, I've read something like mm. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. The There's literally about. biblical principles bro. in it and stuff like... The books. Book of Proverbs, you can go through bro. that and you'll see so many... I've read that, I've read that, like, I think I've read that twice, bro. Like, every time you um, just pick up something different, like, literally. It's, it's actually a book of wisdom, like, yeah. a lot of it, a lot of it is about wisdom, but, um, sometimes it can get kind of long in it, but, um, Yeah, that that book is serious, bro. Yeah, as I yeah um like books like um about personal growth and stuff like that. I just try to give you principles of how to navigate life and just be a sort of better version of yourself. A lot of the principles they use are like found biblically. Like for example, um, in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, they they give a lot of different types of principles you should try to implement in your life. Or one of them was like you have you're able to choose what you react to as per se instead of because a lot of um way we try to um say things is like when we react to something we'll say he annoyed me she annoyed me she did this to me therefore i have to do this mm-hmm. do you get what i mean it's like we're taking the control out of our hands mm-hmm. but the book talks yeah. about how you need to be able to understand that whatever is output from you you're able to control mm. as per se so yeah. you need to and it comes with changing with what you say and how you think mm. yeah you literally can't keep going around believing that it's therefore no yeah. person a does yeah. something to me i don't know what i do to person a now is out of my hands yeah for example i say that um that can be basically it's, it's like a biblical principle to an extent i'm not saying it exactly yeah. because of how it talks about just i wish i have it had exact scripts quote i'm sure one of you man will even know it but just things like the bible they'll talk about you're able to literally like have authority over mm-hmm. um your own actions as per se like you're not a slave yeah but yeah. obviously in the bible we know that something through christ yeah but whereas the world or these personal growth people will be some see that something you can achieve through your mind so it's mm-hmm. like it's still going to be that core difference in terms of because we are only ways through Christ yeah. and they're going to give us some alternative way but therefore but um, anyways that output of what you're able to do is still the similar principle the, the principle is the yeah. same that's what it's I'm trying sense. to explain so yeah. shows a lot of biblical principles are like fundamentally sound like, very much so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. have you finished reading it? yeah oh. I finished reading in quarantine I need to read it again not gonna lie yeah. I, was, I was trying to remember I was talking to my boy about it when I was in London but I was trying to remember the title but I knew it was like 7 Habits 7 something no I'll definitely read it again this year bro it's just this a, year man in more of what's it, that do you remember the, the, have you remember the title of that Babylon book yet Richest Man in Babylon oh, I yeah. literally just remember oh, it right now oh. yeah that's the yeah, that one is weird as per se as it doesn't it talks in very ordinary terms but it's like a principle it's kind of outdated about how you should look at money and manage finances mm. so we'll talk about things no, just, no just, it has just, nothing to do with Christianity. Yeah. Oh. It's like a personal growth, personal development. Like mm-hmm. all these, like yeah, these books, I get to try to um, 
adopt new paradigms basically so it was that is literally the whole gist of that book bro is literally just saying like save some of your money spend some of it don't spend all of it i promise you like, that's the whole book like i've literally oh, told some obviously they give a bit more steps detail, and, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. etc but that's the truth yeah there's enough books I said I was going to read Bro. procrastinating 100% 100% but I don't know and the thing is I have a there's a lot of time to actually read the book as well like, bro literally anytime you're watching nothing, anything yeah. anytime you're looking at like watching like you could be reading like, um, even if it's not just even personal growth but it's actually just a book like a different kind of book entertainment mm. bro entertainment fam I'm telling you man you should download Audible if you can bro my dad banged that out you know? bro I, I was banging he, it over quarantine I don't I can't do that though but the thing is I'd rather read it I bro I promise you I was like that it's, it's very possible to consume a book like, that's why I was going on bare walks I was just literally listening to yeah, it you can, you can, I, I was you I was can a very get so much more information from here. I was a very like no. I could only read person as well because even with writing I can't type I can only write I can only read like I don't know what you'll call it but I thought I could only do like the base stuff in mm. it but I found myself it's okay like it's not everything will be the same but yeah, yeah, it's possible 100%. like I read um I, I listened to what's that book shoe dog yeah yeah the ceo of nike in it i forgot my man's name but he tells his, his stories are mad thing how he became the nike ceo i think it's crazy like nah you should you, should, you might should definitely listen or read to that one innit? what's that um what's that about why is so, that crazy because here's how he came to found nike like bro the, the stories he went through was a mad thing imagine man is just uh he was he's been in like you know nike started as a purely running yeah running shoes yeah, 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 yeah. basically yeah um he literally came out of what was it college yeah college uni so it's like he didn't know what to do with his life so he just went traveling everywhere around the world around this time adidas ruled yeah adidas been yeah. for a time yeah, yeah. adidas and converse yeah converse the for running it was converse oh. was basketball oh know? yeah yeah true, yeah true, that true. converse thing was basketball and for running it was purely adidas and tiger do you mind know what tiger is mm. No. some Japanese I remember it but some type of Japanese if if you search up the shoe you'll, you'll probably um, Tiger running shoes yeah you'll probably um, remember oh yeah, mad yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You, you've seen the crap before in it Asics though yeah I think they're bought by Asics now so oh I see I don't know I don't know but back then yeah oh so back then, it was just Adidas and Tiger that ruled the thing. So a man literally came out of uni, had no idea what to do with his life. He went and travelled around the whole world. But in Japan, yeah, he just he was just bare inspired by bare stuff. Like, he found a way to start. He had a deal with, I think it was Tiger or Asics. He was selling their shoes. He would import their shoes over from Japan yeah. and he'll sell them um, in person. Cause he had a lot of because he did running and that in mm. u, um, uni basically he had a lot of um, affiliates who were in the running space yeah, yeah. he had friends with a lot of coaches and runners as per se so, so yeah so these were not his shoes he would just import them from japan sell it that was his business he was doing mm. at the time scaling up scaling it up then one of these coaches back in the day now looks at the shoe who likes he's like a very because he was a purely um he was a coach purely for runners in yeah. So when he looks at shoes, the coach now starts to think like, what can I do to improve this shoe? This shoe isn't good enough. The coach will be ripping up the shoe and like saying, nah, do this, do that. So he realized, okay, cool. Now, we can, how can we improve the shoes? 
the coach when the coach does that, they'll send it back to the people in Japan yeah. who would try and remodel, make a new version of the yeah. shoe and send it to him, who will now sell it. So he was basically blowing up this brand in the US for mm. them. He was basically like an ambassador, like yeah. Okay. He was literally making this brand very, very well established in the US. And he was even giving them ideas for new shoes. But with all of that, there's a lot of obviously deals I'm missing out, but it's like now man has scaled up his business. There was a lot of troubles in terms of the business didn't have enough cash flow. So yeah. he was, um, I don't know if you man, it's like a bit of a, like accounting finance, but like obviously when there's not enough cash flow in business, there's like liquidity issues, something like that. Like if I told you I knew all of it, I don't. Mm-hmm. But something like that, yeah. yeah. So he just basically had to borrow a lot of money from the banks and not a lot of people wanted to lend from him. Yeah. So yeah, so basically that's what was happening. Kept scaling up, scaling up, up until a point where the Japanese people basically kicked him out who were, um, who were selling their shoes for him. They just said, nah, can't do this anymore. Mm. So he started his own thing from scratching it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he even, the name even started up as, oh, I forgot the name, but it didn't start off as Nike. Yeah. But then one day he was like, what should I call this? What should I call this? Then he thought of one of his trips. He saw um, a statue of the Greek goddess, Nike. I don't know if you might know, uh, but Nike's actually a Greek goddess yeah. of Mm. sports or running oh, or something so he started up his thing thought of the switch randomly started doing that mad thing then he then the later bits was him now going into how it started to grow how bro you know Jordan made made Nike to an extent bro like yeah. Jordan established Nike in basketball mm-hmm. like even bro just like without Jordan Nike wouldn't be where it is in it sure. and I don't know if you might have all watched Last Dance documentary yeah, yeah. you know how the contract Michael Jordan got shoes he with Nike he didn't even want it at one point I saw, I saw he, he wanted to sign with someone else um, yeah he wanted to sign with someone else because they were bigger no but also yeah. it was a ridiculous amount of money If I don't know if you might remember was it? yeah they paid him way more than anyone's ever offered oh yeah they were like I forgot my man's name I need to search up the guy who um, on night oh no the guy who on night like this whole story I'm telling is his story yeah, yeah yeah um so basically they took a big chance on Michael Jordan yeah. Like everyone's like, why are you paying this young guy this much? As a shoe con, like shoe contracts were never meant to be this big. Phil Knight, Phil Knight, yeah. And Bill Bowman was a coach who helped design the shoes in mm-hmm. it. So yeah, they're like, why are you taking this big chance on this brother who just came in? And everyone saw it as a like, fat risk because they were paying him way more than anyone else would pay him. Yeah. But obviously Jordan did his thing. Ended up becoming obviously, um, arguably, arguably mm-hmm. the greatest. No. The- the greatest yeah. every, everyone has their own goal in it. Um the greatest basketball. So yeah, that just blew up Nike, then he started getting deals within different sports. Mm-hmm. So now no one even sees Nike as purely running, but that's their foundations. Like Yeah, no, hundred percent. Then like lifestyle wasn't even a thing he imagined. And now like what we know Nike for is lifestyle shoes like I think what, was, was the first crazy. was the first lifestyle one Cortez. I think you're watching it. Cortez was a tennis shoe. Like, all these... Oh, bare, you know, bare shoes we wear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full. They started off back in the day. Function, yeah, like, yeah, obviously, yeah, we man. know all the retro Jordans were basketball. Yeah, like, yeah. them man were hooping in these is, shoes at one point. actually crazy. Same with Converse's dead basketball shoes. Um, yeah. Cortez's yeah, were thingy still. shoes. Tennis. Um, tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I didn't know that's the one. I, I, I thought like one of the first things, one of the first sneak... Sne- it was. Sneakers. It was. It was I one of the first silhouettes. Yeah, that was like, oh, okay, like, this is now... Because I think before then, as you kind of said, it was like shoot, trainers or sneakers were made for certain things, and now Surely. it's now starting to come into culture. Mm. And what you said as well about Jordan was key because um, even in the last dance, there was a point where they highlighted that Jordan's now became 
when Jules became culture, it was a rap thing. Yeah. Like, when, when it was now in the Spike Lee films and all, like, you stepped on my concourse, where it was like, oh yeah, like, nah. this thing is really, really it. That Jordan Brand thing, just put Nike up in front of Adidas, literally, like, yeah. bro, that's how Nike literally established by Jordan Brand, really, because. Have you not even clocked how, like, to even divert a bit, like, a lot of these seers that we see all have, like, a little bit of, of crazy to them. Like, if, if you've watched that, like, I don't know if you watched them. Um, uh, the Steve Jobs film, I think we spoke yeah, about one time. I've watched Steve and Jobs, yeah. Have you watched Social Network as well? That was kind of a bit different. That is my film. Both of those films, that you film can kind of see that, like, Social Network is um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. About, yeah, about Facebook. Yeah. Watch that downstairs for a bit as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. On Netflix. No, that was, I was, a, wait, was Social it? Dilemma, I believe. Yeah. That was, no, that was a documentary. Yeah, that was oh. a documentary. This is a film, like. Yeah, you should watch this. Also. And it's got like, the, the main yeah. actor who yeah, plays He's one of my favourite actors. He's wavy. But, yeah, both films, you can kind of see, obviously, they're obviously artistic depictions of these of these people but mm. I mean you can kind of see from their stories like um, in terms of Steve Jobs now you know like he was not always at Apple like he made it and then they basically booted him out and then he started his own thing and then he came back and basically at that point when he came back Apple was nothing and he literally came and I think the first thing that they remodelled was the iPod that was the, that was the first thing that I was like oh right like, these men are really good and then probably just blew up same thing for um, what's it called Mark Zuckerberg even even his one was even cold. Not gonna lie, like he didn't know, get kicked out. Though. He didn't kick. He didn't get kicked out, but he did something very very ruthless. Where, yeah, like, he basically he violated his friend. Yeah, like, yeah, someone someone who he literally built Facebook with. He he's just he, like he he made him sign a contract that had something peak in it. They li- basically liquidated his. Yeah. The guy owned uh-huh. like twenty percent of the company. They liquidated his right. shares. So in they the they just sold his shares without him knowing. Yeah. Oh man. So ruthless and literally like fam. So all of these guys and you know we can even see it now. These people like Elon Musk, like everyone kind of has that bit of ruthlessness that bit of craziness that bro. makes them do the things again bro. just allows them to reach the because these men you know I mean? bro these men the Elon Musk's the Steve Jobs the Mark Zuckerberg's these men aren't just CEOs they're not just businessmen they're visionaries yeah, literally yeah. when you're able to build something that is going to change the world forever yeah. you cannot you can't really be yeah, normal you can't be normal like you're, something, something has to, to be to be able to change the whole, deep the whole what the whole world <laughs> is bro to be able to change yeah. the world there needs to be something not <laughs> bro there, there needs to be something not normal but like yeah. money cannot be on your mind for like, sure or else you'll compromise actually bro like as I said you even told us how Steve Jobs bro the his his exec, like the board, kicked him out. Yeah. Um, you even literally said it was brilliant. Man got kicked out of something he's built up from scratch. Like, mm. nah, it was crazy. And I think one of the main things, even the fact that like he didn't care about, um, like, he didn't. He really didn't care about money. He just wanted to make something yeah, that yeah, was yeah. so great. And I remember, I remember one scene. He was, like, you know, he was a uh, mad read. Like, yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Like one scene, basically, they were like, bro, like he was way over budget. Mm. For I think one of the first ever Macs, like the comp- but this was a computer in it, um, so not like laptops we see today, or whatever. And they were like, yeah, we're gonna have to mark it up. And I think no, they marked up the price way more than he wanted to, and it didn't perform in it, which makes sense, like you know, financially. If you're gonna make something, if you're, it costs more to make something, you have to sell it for more. Mm. He was like, no, like this is supposed to be for the everyday person, mm. so you're just ruining the whole thing because he didn't care, like literally as charging about the money or whatever. Obviously, you know, you want to make a profit. Yeah. But he just literally wants to yeah. change the world. You get what I'm saying? Change and, out. And it was ridiculous. Going on the back of that, one of literally the main things of the whole Apple, its whole purpose was to be a closed off um, software interface type. Because you know how everything was Windows, yeah? Everything is compatible with everything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But Apple was the first thing oh, where... Because yeah. everyone was like, that makes no sense. Why are you creating something where 
you can't use it with anything else. Like yeah. you have to buy new stuff for all of mm-hmm. you. Like yeah, to yeah. put it in like layman's terms, so it's like everyone's like, bro, that, like, it's counterintuitive. Like, yeah. Imagine me telling you right now, everyone, everyone uses something. Everyone uses like a particular pair of um particular type of pen. But I wanted to create this wavy notepad that none of your pens can write. <laughs> everyone's like, well, going for my man, like, <laughs> bro. Very, very pushed, like, still digged it. Literally, man, so, I vision. And I, I don't know. I think in all of these things, I think the main thing is just making something cool. If Bro. something is cool, it will fly, whatever yeah. it is. But even after that, because it's not just making it cool, it's making it cool and it's keeping it cool. Because things are like, look at loom bands. Like, loom bands were cool at one point. <laughs> and it's not. I, don't, I don't know if it's I'm, just about making it, making it cool, though. Isn't it kind of what we spoke about? What was it, like, first episode scene? Would you not also just say seeing a gap in the market that you can actually kind of put your foot into? Mm. Because fam, solutionist man, bro, like, solutionist man. I can I can show you a couple push. of gaps in the markets that that you won't know about. You know that is there somewhere, but, but it's waiting for it to take off to the point that it's like, oh right, this thing is useful, but it's also like something that you'd want to have, like yeah. to show yeah. what. Like you you, as as we also talked about back then, we said like you can't just. Do it. You have to do it well. Yeah. You can't just see the yeah. gap and go. Because, you have to because you have someone to execute it. Because someone properly. will move and then someone will be like, "Oh, that's cool. Let me do it and properly." Yeah, let me yeah. do it properly, bro. And you're just there, like, fam, like, I, I was nah. that. bro. Nah. These man, like, I promise you, yeah, they're actually on another level of, like, I feel like, uh we cannot comprehend how these man process. Like, I've read, like, I haven't read, but I've um read part of um. Elon Musk, but like this guy's a weirdo, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, what did he name? What's his son's name again? I forgot. Like, I forgot wasn't yeah. it some equation or something? I don't know. Something, something blessed in Jesus' name. <laughs> but these <laughs> men are not normal, bro. How can you grow up like thinking about rockets and like your whole life? Like that's all you think about. Then you rival NASA. Like, how do you even pronounce? How do you? How do you yeah. say NASA? What? Yeah, NASA. NASA. No, NASA. Uh, I just wanted to know how you pronounce. Yeah, NASA, Isn't NASA. it, bro? That's his son's name. X eight. Yeah, but there's a way. There's there's a way to say it though. I forgot. Is that so? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me look here. Is it an equation? Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, I believe it's an equation, but there's a, I forgot. Like, I've, I've seen him, I think I've seen someone write it in, in English letters. Let me just say that. I don't know about all this. That's ridiculous, man. But yeah, that guy's a weirdo. Bro. But fam, to be a visionary, yeah, I'm telling you, your thoughts need to be complete. You can't operate as a normal human being. <sighs> Because the way normal human beings operate, you're not able to solve the problems or think like how they do. Like, even Steve Jobs, you know, yeah, he had no particular field. Like, the people within the tech space were either, like, coders or they were, like, designers for the look of the thing. Mm-hmm. He d- described his role as, he's not part, he's the, you know, in the orchestra, the brother who waves, the conductor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, that's him. Everyone else does their own thing. He'll make it all fit together. Because yeah, 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 everyone's yeah. looking at him, like, He'll tell them, like, he'll tell his coders, yeah, do this. They're like, bro, that's not really... He's like, do it. Because he doesn't understand code yeah, half yeah, as much as them. Yeah. He just knows what he wants done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then he'll tell his designers, make it look like this. They'll be like, but... He's like, he doesn't know how yeah, to do that. Yeah, yeah, he said yeah. his thing, he just puts... And that alone is a skill. Like, you don't need to be so specialised. Like, okay. He just bad. put everything together. But you said something interesting there. I want to ask, like... So you said, like, um, this is not something that a normal person would do, innit? So do you, do you feel like everyone... Do you not feel like everyone has the capacity to be visionary? No, absolutely not. Which is what I'm going to touch on because it's like, no. at the end of the day, I don't think, even if that you believe that's true, that that's a bad thing. Because this whole, like, just run your lane, play your role thing, 
it shouldn't I don't think it should necessarily be demeaning to people I just think it should be like cool like that's just not me yeah because and once you now try to do something that you're not called to do it's just like ah, you know what I mean if, yeah even it's like even if we're not talking about visioning even if we're talking about successful I feel like everyone is able to be successful but well like I want to like be sure like when I say visionary yeah I say people who create stuff, as I said, that impact the whole world. Mm-hmm. And bro, I wholly believe not everybody's <laughs> able to do that. Lovely. I don't know if I'm able to do like. Yeah. I think it's like you need to be on a different level of thinking. It's like you can't operate as a normal human being and do the things they do. So mm-hmm. it's definitely not. C- certain people were built for these things. Yeah. Not everyone. But in terms of success and just doing well for themselves, everyone has the ability to do. Yeah, that. for sure. Especially with, like I've I've been a firm believer of like success itself being a very subjective term yeah Everyone, you need to define it for you yourself. need to define it for yourself do mm-hmm. let anyone define it for you because that's where or personally i don't think anyone should define success for you or even speaking for me because again you're then trying to live someone mm-hmm. else's dream yeah. someone else's like oh yeah like you know be here like you know and that's what you shouldn't take inspiration from parents or people around you you know you can do this do that but if you really think that success is um whenever my child asks for something i'm able to get it success successful do you know what i'm saying and that's where mm. that's where you hang your hat if someone feel like oh, i want to make um, x amount or i want to be able to do this um then you hang your hat there do you know what i'm saying but i don't think it's necessarily a thing that you should like take as number one and that's why this whole thing we talked about earlier about like you know looking at goals through celebrities and whatnot like I'm yeah because bro if you try to define success by what it's literally like as logical as if you try to define success as what someone else is defined it as you're going to, um, you're not going to achieve any sort of fulfillment when you get there. For sure. You're actually going to be probably worse off than when you started mm-hmm. because it's like you're running a race that was not meant for you. You're going to end up at the end of the mm-hmm. race and realize this isn't where you're meant to be. Plus, by the time you're there, the person it's you're too, looking at is bro. already even further on. So now your bro. thing is constantly changing and, no. Mm. Bro, so how do you man believe like the best way is to stay grounded and stay focused, like, and not end up running someone else's race as per se on Ocean's Free vs. T say your mind not things about but um, what does that mean like <clears throat> I think to be honest um, for me it's really like cool um, just literally not really trying to focus on targets that like won't um my main target is actually just glorify God in basically everything I do. So one of my like one of my aims of success, like for me, one thing that defines success personally is cool. When I'm doing what I'm doing, am I doing it in a way which glorifies God, or not necessarily me like having to say like explicitly, oh yeah, God, God, but like he's still the foundation you'll still see him somewhere along the line that he's he's come across in some kind of way even if that's me talking about how i got there in the first exactly, place yeah. do you get my story it could be like bro if it wasn't for me actually what i could have been going on my knees crying to god about something mm. then i wouldn't be in this situation do you get what mm-hmm. i'm saying so um yeah um but after that i don't know i'd say um I probably define successes um, in terms of a more um, in terms of more um, I'd say like 
real real world and what worldly thing I've got saying that asterisk. Um just being able to give my my parents and um my parents um and stuff just straight financial freedom where it doesn't yeah. Um yeah. Okay. Something like that and yeah. I think um I think it's very techy when you're not noticing the sort of conformities that you're living up to. So, um, let's say for instance, you are you are um you're on social media and you're just preying a lot of celebrities and you're just internal internalizing these things like okay, cool. That's success, yeah. Yeah. But you're not noticing that rock okay. They're seeing this as success because they have they have like you said, they have a story. Like their 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 um their standard of success may be that cool they want to buy their parents a house because when they were younger they never had a house or just it was something that mm. their parents um um said that this is what they desire so they've yeah. done that for them yeah. so it's a thing where you need to actually understand cool one what is my like what's my story like what what's my circumstance right now mm. because you can be trying to like you said you can be trying to um aspire to live a life that's not cool for you and you're neglecting the things that are very current to you right now or the or the s- problems or the solutions that you can now bring to certain things that are going around you so like for instance i could i could be thinking okay cool my my um idea of success right now is to is to make millions or whatever and live comfortably financially free however there are clearly issues around me whether it's like family issues or yeah. things like that that are not seeing as if I deal with that, that's success. Do you know what I mean? So I think it it also comes down to like, am I um, aware of the things that kind of need, like we were just talking about, that need solutions or mm. that, um, yeah, like that need, um, what's it called, taking care of or whatever. Um, but in terms of t- staying grounded, staying grounded, grounded in mm-hmm. that, um, fam, Obviously, okay, cool. So, um, I think obviously you have you have a vision, right? You have a vision in terms of cool. You, this is where you want to go. This is what you want to do. Um, obviously, the hardest part is getting there and staying consistent in that process. Because yeah. um, we know it's not just cool. It's not just us um, saying that okay, cool. I want to get there, and and it's just gonna happen like that. We we have to. You have to like with every macro goal, you have to set like a micro, micro goal. goal yeah. So, okay, I've got this goal. Like, I want to get this job. What's my micro goals? I need to work on my CV. I need to yeah. do so and so. I need to get some sort of experience so that I can whatever. Um, so I think in terms of staying grounded in that, just all comes down to discipline, in, in my opinion. Yeah. With a lot of things, it's literally discipline. Whether whether that's expressing that goal with someone else and saying cool this is something that's bad yeah, yeah. accountability um yeah like yeah, i'll agree with that but then it oh, actually continue yeah but then okay cool so that's one way in order to achieve goals but then in terms of um actually having goals that are like how can i say it that are not stemming from external things or like yeah. not um projected onto you through like social media and, yeah. and like a facade yeah. i think that's a whole different sort of thing because it's very techy in this day and age in it yeah. um 
but I don't know. Like, okay. I think it comes back down to literally sounds trivial, but like your personal devotion with God, yes. like your, knowing that God has yeah, yeah like introspection, all of these things. Knowing that, cool. God has a specific plan for me, mm. for me as Samuel. Mm. God has a plan for me, as it as it says in His Word. So it's like, cool. I know God has already written every single day of my life in His book. Yeah. So it's cool. I'm gonna seek that out um, personally, and understanding that, okay, cool. Because I know this is God's plan for me. I'm I'm securing that. And yeah. even if so and so's plan may look in in the in the worldview in in the eyes of the world may look more glorious or or more whatever significant than mine i still have to be comfortable in the fact that cool god is going to be glorified through his through his um plan in my life and that i just have to be satisfied with that because i know that um, my satisfaction is, is not going to come through these external things like you're saying like these world worldly things but it's rather going to come through me glorifying god the, the most i can in in my life so yeah i agree with that a lot sure. even what you were saying sam um, was thinking about setting your mind things above like even that quote or that verse um is even what my like my friend my clothing brother my boy is really big on like i think that's even like i think that's gonna go with a couple of the teeth because it's like that um action yeah of setting your mind like practically i think you even asked like how like i think really uh, being uh all like focusing all your energy on just like looking at god and saying okay cool like God is actually so much bigger than this situation. Mm-hmm. So, so much bigger than the situation above, like, greater than everything that I'm, I'm actually doing right now. As big as my problems feel right now, God is bigger than that. So I feel like when you really look into that thought, like, you know, sometimes you're praying for something or praying about something and then, like, you really get, like, a, an understanding of it. Mm-hmm. Like, when that thing really hits, I feel like that's where the peace will then stem from um, for you to not ascribe... You, your sort of goals to anything else other than what God has called you to himself yeah. to get so I feel like that setting your mind on things above is, is, is very key but I think Ginesa has something quite profound as well in the sense that um, not getting taken away by uh, or, what the media yeah or just seeing what you see on socials yeah. requires a lot of introspection which is, which is definitely true because I feel like um, outside of that and outside of just like catching yourself every now and then be like why do I actually think that I think Charles didn't say that like, one time that we need to we shouldn't be comfortable just believing or we shouldn't just be comfortable with not open our mind up to certain things mm. like we should actually kind of question ourselves a couple of times like okay why do I actually think that where did this thought come from you get because you'll never actually then see the root of it you'll never see okay cool um, I'm grounding this thought this is where I'll stand um, no one should shake me from this thing or then again if someone says something now here I'll be like okay cool I actually hear what you're saying mm-hmm. so yeah, no, I think a lot of introspection is definitely key, but yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's good to touch on um, accountability and self-reflection because practically, apart from um, practically, um, when we move to the world, those are literally the only two things we can use to stay grounded: other people and ourselves. Like mm. that's literally it. Because mm. what else are you gonna do? Because you actually need to just be able to have someone else who can scrutinize you from a different perspective and also be able to actually yeah just really look into your life yeah just tell you about you it's actually key because that's the thing like i think accountability bro one of the most important things as you and were saying because deep in like you actually see like you guys will see me differently to how i see myself so i can genuinely think i'm doing something completely fine but Mm. bro like coming from 
an outsider's perspective, someone who's not me, bro, I'm doing everything like incorrectly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's now where you correcting me could mm. literally change my whole change my whole situation in which I could have been struggling with um, a certain something. You now saying, bro, like, have you not thought about the way you do this or the way you've done this or the way you think about this? I now go in my quiet time, reflect on myself. <coughs> Excuse me. And, bro, now I'm a, yeah. I'm a better person, do you yeah, get? Yeah, 100. But it's, it's also, like, to touch on that, I think I remember speaking to you the other day, like, it's very important uh, who you choose for that council. Yeah. You choose for that accountability because someone can hold you incorrectly accountable as well, I think. In mm. the sense that you might even be doing something that's calm and they might see it a certain way. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Or like um they they where they are coming from, um, in terms of like just not the spirit that's behind it, but just where they're coming from, like what you know, what their biases or accountable advice that where it's based in may not be where it should be. Do you get what I'm saying? Which is why like being accountable for people and telling people about things about yourself, whether it's struggles or aspirations, business plans, whatever it may be, like it's definitely important um, to, you know, thoroughly consider who you go to because, like, again, like I think I spoke about that in a previous episode or maybe just said it generally that, like, I remember hearing somewhere that, like, you know, you can't kill your dream or something like God has told you in seed form, like, um, in a sense that, like, just because God has told you, yeah, no, I remember speaking about the last episode actually when I was talking about that whole um, Joseph thing. But like he had that dream and he just went to tell his brothers and he yeah. just sold him because it's like fam it's not everything that God tells you that you now need to one tell everyone or two tell certain people do you get what I'm like, saying sometimes it's thinking of oh, one two man like yo like I've been doing this what do you think okay cool like just hold me accountable to it I'm trying to do this thing I'll yeah. keep you updated but just keep showing me but do you get what I'm saying because yeah. certain, certain man might tell them same thing we talked about earlier fam they might say oh that sounds cool still yeah just just bake on it dude. and now you'll see your whole idea on an on a Instagram page <laughs> Talking about that, would you man get therapy? If what? Therapy. Would you go to therapy just in general? No. Uh, that's something I love to do. I, I can't I'm doing that, bro. I'm I'm doing that. That. <laughs> I think that's just as in on something. in response to a situation. Like a, no, in no, have have a psychiatrist. Oh yeah. Yeah, literally. That like you know how people great. pay to go go to a doctor. Just yeah. it don't even you don't even need to go through something. People use it when they go through stuff. But just so some people would literally just use it just to speak to someone yeah, yeah, yeah. because <clears throat> it's nice to be someone like, that doesn't know anything about yeah. you and, and the situation but yeah like they actually just say and you know they, they're legally obliged to not tell anyone yeah. anything unless it can be a harm to someone else yourself or possibly like them or yeah. whatnot so bro like they don't know anything about the situation so they're seeing you from a completely like blank slate and on top of that Bro, they're trying to they're trying to help you. G. Yeah. It's literally just another way of getting something out yeah. because you know sometimes you may not want to tell people around around you specifically either what it could be like you just feel ashamed and whatnot. But um, actually, just going there to seek that like, professional help it, it it makes a lot of sense. Like, My, yeah, it's the thing is I feel like it's good through so many angles. Like as you said, like that's like the vent inside being able to just have someone to let out to, but also to like to think through things like yeah, when I'm unsure about how things are the thing is like when other people who I know well are coming to me um, when I want to talk through someone talk through something with someone else who I know well already it can almost be a thing like I know the person I know the type of way they think so yeah. I might start to assume basically how they're going through the situation with me 
it's just a product of the type of person they are for example like let's say i have an issue with i always i need to use example because i feel like i talk in a way it's hard to but let's say i i'm going through an issue with chris here and i want to sort this issue out so woman and i want to talk through it with chris but I know Chris has a biased perspective on this issue. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I can still go to you, either Sam's, to talk through this issue. But then you man, might still have a biased perspective on the yeah, issue. 100%. So let me go to someone who's a complete external party. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So even through that, and they can help you talk through. Because mm. you Just can't hear. Because you're not going to have any prejudged um, things as events. Because they have no gain out yeah. of the situation. So their um, viewpoints and opinions and advice are going to come from a completely unbiased yeah, bro that would be so like that would be so great for because fam mm-hmm. i would love to just talk through things or so on who are, i don't need to worry about what their ulterior motives yeah. or yeah underlying motives like yeah. okay, cool. is it going to benefit oh i'm speaking in a certain way because i know it may benefit yeah. you when in reality i should be speaking just to speak in terms of just to make the I situation better in general also it's a thing where like they are literally experts in their field so they are literally um, trained in in psychiatrists, wherever their psychology. They probably have some sort of what's it called qualification in that area. So they're doctors. Exactly. I so feel like even I don't know. I don't have any uh, well, I have any experience experience. But from what I think I would know, I think one of the the supreme benefits. What you're, I think what you even touched on in terms of experts is not really even in breaking down a situation but helping someone break it down themselves. Yeah. So more time, they'll kind of give you those Indeed. sort of... Probes. Um, yeah, probes. Probes, probes, whether it's... um, What's the word? Examples, as you're saying, or uh, anecdotes. Stuff that you can think about and think, oh, okay, and then you'll now kind of use those tools to sort of tear apart things that you found so complex or so, um, you know, confusing that you're now thinking, oh, right, like, I actually hear what you're saying. But right. really and truly, it's you the whole time. They're just kind of opening your mind to certain things or allowing you to understand certain things. And more time... From from the way it's kind of said is that fam after that hour you're thinking fam like I'm not gonna lie I needed the I needed an hour and a half I needed two hours fam and it's also a thing where I heard some people talk about how um, telling their lives to complete strangers seems a bit mad but to me I'm the complete opposite that's way better than telling like I can I'll rather talk to a complete stranger about the maddest things I'm going through than talk to someone I know who's my close boy really easily any day of the yeah, week I, I, I get where he's coming from mm. but people a lot of people are just like nah that's that's my like where, where did I meet this person somewhere do you get what I mean but man nah that's to me that's a way more favourable situation that counterintuitive what do you mean if your concern is the fact that you can meet this person somewhere wouldn't that mean that no this would... is not my concern I'm saying this no, is what I mean someone who can respond to what you just said yeah if they're saying, oh, but what if I buck this person somewhere? Isn't that counterintuitive to the fact that they would rather speak to someone who they know? Their issue, their main point is like the argument that um, it's a lot less out of their control. As per se, they're giving a third party a lot of information about their life. Just the uneasiness about it. That's normally the argument people mm. come with why they shouldn't have a therapist or something but as i said i don't agree like because i feel like it's case by case some people feel more comfortable trying to their boy some people feel more comfortable trying to a stranger but i believe yeah i don't know it's definitely something i feel like i'll try to explore in my life
to the Still Changing Podcast, featuring Samson Co, Chris Capo, Charles and Sam Gianna.